Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. If you are new here, my name is Paris, and I am the creator and host of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here to tune in and hear my amazing guests and I describe the ways we can leverage and shift our mindsets to take the best possible care of our mental health. I launched the podcast as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for this all stemmed from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and my MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I launched Master Your Mental to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. You guys might be wondering, what does the mental stand for? Well, it stands for mindset, engagement, nutrition, talk about it, accountability, and love yourself. These are all the building blocks that make up what Master Your Mental is all about. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on any one of my social media platforms you guys can find in the link in my bio on my Instagram at master your mental. Now let's get into the episode guys. Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am really excited about this one because my guest is not only super inspiring and relatable, but so is his story that I'm going to feature for you guys. Cause you know me, I love featuring the stories of my guests, not just their tips and things that have helped them with their mental health and mindset, but also that story and featuring that. So this is what we're going to be getting into today. Um, but before I want to talk a little bit more about that, I want to, again, start the podcast off by saying thank you to you guys for tuning in and listening to these episodes. And most of all, providing me with your feedback and what you think of these these episodes and doing that in the form of leaving me a review on Apple podcasts. And I want to say thank you to this awesome person. I am reading this review off right now. So from St. Louis coach has left a review for me and they said, Paris is the real deal. Five stars. Paris is so genuine and caring. So it's no surprise. Her podcast feels like you're listening to a conversation with a good friend. I love her insights and how she draws out the wisdom of her guests in helpful bite-sized nuggets. Definitely a show I'll be following. Thank you so much. St. Louis coach for leaving this review and taking the time to provide me with your feedback and the value you're getting out of this podcast. It means the world to me to hear from you guys and see what you think, see what your thoughts are, what you would like me to talk about that I haven't already. So if you haven't already, feel free to head over to Apple podcasts and go ahead and leave me a review there. You can write me a review. You can give the show a five-star rating if that is what you would like to do. And I love to hear from you guys. So if you haven't already, um, you can go ahead and do that. But of course, you know, the reason I wanted to record this episode for you guys is because I love featuring these stories of my guests that tie into our mental health and how working on our mindset can really positively influence the way we feel about ourselves and how the state of our mental health is. And that is exactly what my guest has done with his life. 
and a very, very hard challenge that he had to face and something absolutely amazing that he did during that time that I'm not going to talk too much about because I want you guys to hear the story from him. So I'm going to let him have the stage and tell you about what he did to really transform an aspect of his life that he had really lost hope in for a while. So let's get into it, guys. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Master Your Mental Podcast. I cannot wait to dive into the many meanings behind this week's episode titled Conquer the Master Within. I am bringing on a special guest to not only share his personal story as it relates to this topic, but the lessons that helped him grow to add value for all of you guys. Paul Henderson is the Dean of Students at a private school school in Richmond, Virginia, author of Slave No More, Conquering the Master Within, and creator of the blog Fatherhood on the Fly, where he shares inspiration to fathers on a variety of important topics. I'm so excited for you all to hear Paul's story today, along with the many pieces of advice he will offer as well. So without further ado, welcome, Paul, to the podcast. Thank you so much, Paris. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you had me and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get into these topics. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you as well. Cause you guys, before we got into the episode, I was checked. I got a message from Paul on this awesome app. We connected and he has so much value and I can't wait. I'm not going to say too much about it. Cause I want him to tell you all about it. So if, if you could just, you know, I'd love if you can tell me the number one thing in this world right now that lights you up like no other. Absolutely. The number one thing in this world that lights me up like none other is, is my family. Yeah. It's just, it's just sim- simply put my, my family, uh, I'm married to my beautiful bride, Kiera. Uh, we've been married for 10 years now. And it's like, it's, it's flown by so quickly. And, and we, and we have four boys, um, ages nine, seven, almost five and, and almost two, two years old. So we're, we're busy around here. We're, we're, we're busy around here. So the reason I say my family is because yes, yes, I'm an author. Uh, yeah, yes, I'm the dean of students at a at a, uh, at a, a school. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, what's it all worth if if I'm not there and I'm, if I'm not present with 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 my family? So that's something I'm, I'm passionate about. Is I'm not definitely not perfect at it. But, but, you know, if, if I can do, be successful with my family, I think that's the number one thing. I can, oh I can my do. gosh. Absolutely. I love that so much. And I saw, I was on your website. Your kids are so beautiful. So cute. <laughs> and I love that. I love that. And I, that's such a good, that's, that's such a great response. Cause I feel like you're so right. You know, at the end of the day, we have all these things that, you know, we do and we contribute to, but you know, what are we doing it for? You know, what is this passion that's burning inside you to make you do this? And of course your family, who you go home to your wife, your kids, all of, and creating these memories and yeah. having that. And, and like you said, being present and being there in the moment and just really engaging with them. I just, I love that so much. And that just brings me to another thing that I would love. I'm not super would love to get into this with you, but what does it, this mean to you? So when you think of conquering the master within you, what comes to mind? Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. And um, so, and I, you, you mentioned the title of my book, "Slave No More: Conquering the Master Within." Um, I was very intentional about having that subtitle of "Conquering the Master Within" because, you know, I, obviously, you hear the word "slave," your mind can go 
there's so many different places. If, you know, say if you're a Christian, for example, you may go to the Bible in Exodus and, you know, how the Hebrews were enslaved in, in Egypt. Or if you're African-American or Black like me, um, you know, you might go to, you know, the, the, the beginnings of this country. Or your mind can go so many different places, you know, when you hear the word slavery. But I wanted to be sure that we were understood that I was talking more so about mentality. I was more so talking about being um, in the book more so ex explores being enslaved to your past life circumstances, mm -hmm. whether it's a past failure uh, or whether it's something that you had no control over because sometimes we're in situations that we can't control. Uh, but what happens is, is our we may not be able to control the, the past situation, but we can control our response to it. So, mm -hmm. so I, when I think about the master within, I think about that thing that's, you know, that thing or that item or that idea that we've become subservient to, right? And I mean, I try, I try my best, and specifically in chapter three of my book, I tried my best through uh, to explain it through the characters because it's, it's actually an inspirational fiction book that wow. to be sure that we're clear, you know, whether it's something that may have been said to us or something that may have been done to us, that's the master within that, that, we're, that we're talking oh about. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And especially when you touch on that point of, right, the difference between situations that we were in or that happened that we can't control or can't go back to the past. But I love how you bring up the response to that, right? That we have the power of how we respond right. and versus how we react and what we do moving forward, which is so powerful because what that does, you know, when I first think about that, you know, when I first think about, you know, what does that look like, right? To be, you know, in a situation where these things are happening and coming at you and you feel so helpless and like, you can't stop this and you can't control it, but your response is, and that's powerful because what that does, you know, when I think about it is it starts to put restore um, hope back into people who feel like they've lost it. You know, when you start to feel very hopeless and, right. you know, I was reading like a little bit about your story and you were talking about, you know, in 2017, you know, going through a period of losing your job and just struggling so much because, you know, you're, you're about to have your third child and just, and I, I really love and appreciate that because when people are so open and so vulnerable about these experiences they've had in their life. Like it just makes everything so much more valuable to like hear from that. So like, I would love to ask you too, you know, especially with the book and, you know, all the stories and messages, messages you share inside of it. Like how did writing your book, um, help you overcome challenges that you faced in your life previously? Wow. Wow. Thank you. That's that such a great question. That's such a great question. So if we back up a little bit, I was um, a student athlete at Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, and then I got my master's in teaching there. So while I was there, I got involved with a, a group called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So um, in my bio, you, you see a former sports chaplain. That's where that work comes from. I was working with athletes and coaches from the middle school, high school, collegiate level, all the way up to the NFL level. Um, so after graduating, I actually, um, you know, went into FCA. I did that for eight years, uh, for, for eight years. Um, and shortly after that, uh, you know, when it was, when I realized it was time to step away, I got into teaching. Now mm -hmm. this was 2016, August 20, uh, July, 2016. I said, you know what, it's time to make a change in August, 2016. I officially left FCA and, and I got into teaching, which was my career passion. Now, during this time, uh, I was going through some life challenges. I, I was mm -hmm. really going through some life challenges. My wife and I had been married for about five years, and we we had we had some bumps in the road. We you know we really did have some bumps in the road there, uh, and and then on top of having those bumps in the road and, and working through uh, so, some of those things, what ended up happening was five months into it, 
you know, you know, I've, I realized that the campus that I'm on is closing down because mm-hmm. of, you know, different issues with the school that I, that I was, uh, you know, teaching at. So they have four campuses. They only kept three open. Mine was shut down. All of a sudden, I'm, out, I'm without a job. My wife's pregnant. We have two children, one on the way. So what happened was during that time of being laid off, I, I was really dealing with, you know, man, you know, I, I was dealing with the feeling of failure. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, you know, we had bumps in the road and, and I definitely take ownership over some of the things that that my wife and I were going through. I was like, man, I feel like I'm failing. I'm failing my marriage. I feel like I'm failing in my profession. I just left a job that I love that I did for eight years. I felt like I had some failures there. So all of these thoughts of failure, I felt like they, they were overtaking me. But it's something about a mentor. And, and the, the main character in this book, his name is Bobby. And what, what he goes through a journey. And what happens is through the book, a mentor is teaching him lessons. And, and he's introducing him to significant individuals based on people that I actually know. And what happens is through those stories, he, he's, he's finding life. He's finding purpose. He's finding a sense of value. That happened to me. I interviewed all of these people during that time of being laid off. And guess what? Mm. That's when I wrote the book. Oh, I wrote the book while I was laid off because after a while, there were certain people that said, Paul, your life has value. Paul, your life has purpose. And, and I knew I wanted to write, but I'm like, am I worthy to write something? I feel like I'm going through so much right now. Mm-hmm. Am I worthy to write something? Mm-hmm. And there were people who came to me and said, Paul, yes, you're worthy. Paul, you're still gifted. Yes, you've had some bumps in the road, but it's not what happens to you, it's how you respond. Mm-hmm. I chose to get back up. And in the process of getting back up, I realized that I had a message to share as well. And hence the title of my book, Slave oh, No More, I love Conquering it. the Master Within. I love it so much. And see, that is so incredible to me that, you know, like, especially when you mentioned, you know, having this mindset and like really like dealing with that, you know, internalizing this failure and having all this stuff that you're dealing with, like losing the job, like having two kids and your wife and another baby on the way and then dealing with all that. But that's amazing to me that you took that and you, you did something about it. You, you put, turned it into a story that people can take and say, okay, let me read Paul's story. Let me see the lessons in his story instead of, you know, using the time, you know, of course, like being laid off from your job, you could have done, you could have, you know, continue just to wallow in it and say, this sucks. This is terrible. You know, this, I I can't control this and just continue to spiral down that. But that is so amazing to me. Like, I would love to ask you, like, what was it inside of you that pushed you to create this story and how, how did you do that? You know, faced with all these challenges, like how were you able to, to do that? Was, was there one thing that pushed you or like, what was it that made you think, you know, I need to do this. I need to use this time to write the story and publish this. Right. Okay. That's, that's a great question. So, so during, during that time, um, I, I always knew that I wanted to write. Um, I always knew that, that, uh, I, I wanted to write and, um, but I didn't know how it would come out. I had an idea. I actually had the title already, Slave No More, but I didn't have the Conquering the Master Within part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I, I have these stories, these people who have already said, yes, you can use my story, um, but I didn't have a plan. Um, I remember just going to an event, one a local event here, and uh, a guy who I looked up to, um, he, you know, he had, was a mentor in my life. He had come to town from, um, from Charlotte. And he, he actually told me that night, he said, Paul, you know, there, there are some things you have in you. He said, you know, there, there are potential businesses you could start, uh, nonprofits. There are things that are in you that during this season, perhaps it's time to get it going. 
And I remember thinking this, this was April of 2017. And um, that night is, is, is when I started writing. The first, wow. the first words in my book, Bobby was frustrated. Uh. And, and I remember just writing and, and my wife is nursing our, 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 our newborn. He's about a month old at the time. And, and I would just read her, hey, look at what I have here. Look at what I have here. And, and all of a sudden, what I thought would just be a general self-help book, it's turned into this inspirational fiction story wow. um, of, um, of, of just overcoming, overcoming and, and, and overcoming. But it, it took for somebody, a mentor in my life to say, Paul, you're going through a rough patch right now, but I see more. What can you actually do with this time where, where you don't have the stress and, and the pressures of a job, you know, you know, just o- overtaking you. So, um, yeah, they, wow. April 5th, 2017, <laughs> I'll never forget it. That is so powerful. And that's, see, that is amazing. As I, oh, I hear this echoed through so many conversations, the power of a mentor and the, po- and the power that other people's words have over you, because sometimes that's all it takes to push you to do it, do something right. Like we probably have these thoughts inside of us. Like, Oh, like I would love to, you know, write my story one day, but I don't know. I'm not sure. And then after having, like you said, people coming to you and saying, you have this inside of you and like over and over and over again, eventually you're like, you know what, this is true. Like I'm going to do this no more waiting, no more hesitating. And that's amazing because, you know, not a lot of people have that. Not a lot of people have that person in their life who, you know, they, they see as a mentor or, you know, can guide them in that direction. So that is incredible. And I think that's amazing and, and so powerful. And that leads me to, you know, something that I would really, you know, want to get into. Cause I think you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I would love to ask you if there was, you know, one certain powerful life experience that you've ever had. And in that life experience, if it's taught you a lesson, what is that lesson? And why are you glad that you learned that? Right. Um, I think, uh, I, I would go back to that time being, being laid off. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it, to put it in perspective, I left, um, F- FCA at the time, I was I was really struggling with some with some fundraising. Just being just being transparent, I was really struggling with some fundraising because, yes, I, as much as I enjoyed um, the 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 ministry part and, and, and speaking on the different campuses and and this school coming to speak to you and this team saying, hey, Paul, can you just come speak? The reality is, it was a a self funded position, so mm-hmm. you had to go out there and raise your own support, and that's how my family was 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 taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I left there, I, I wasn't necessarily at the highest point when I left there when it came to that aspect of the job. Um, and then I, um, and then, you know, going through some challenges some some, some bumps in the road, um, you know, with, with my marriage. And then you, you look at the, the, the teaching thing. I mean, I, you know, I'm like, I'm, I finally get into teaching. That's what I have my master's in. And, and I teach for five bumps in the, in the mm-hmm. school to shut down. What, what I learned is um, in every adversity, and I, I heard this before, I heard this before and I, and I had read this before, but it really stuck with me during this time. In every adversity um, lies a secret seed of equal or greater benefit mm-hmm. if you have a positive attitude. So it's one thing to hear a quote like that, but when you're in, when you're in it, I mm-hmm. tell you, I mean, it was probably about a 10 month period where I was in it. I feel like I was just really humbled. Um, I, felt, I felt like I was at one of the lowest points of my life, but it's amazing what happens in a lowest point. It's almost like a seed. A seed has to die in order for it to produce fruit. Mm -hmm. So I I felt like there was a seed here and I was in a a process of quote unquote dying, 
more fruit was coming out. So all, a culmination uh, of that time period between 2016 and 2017 uh, re really played played that role in, in helping wow. me get, uh, get to where I am now. That's, that's incredible just to hear like, you know, like you get into the details of it and like share more about the background that, you know, cause so many, you know, you don't, that's the thing is it's, you don't know how other people would respond, you know, in that situation, but you chose to see the positive and see the good and see, you know, what can I add here? Right. Like what, like parts from my story can I add and, and, and put into a book and create something that people can literally take and read and engage with and say, wow, like I resonate with this. I relate with this. I feel what this person is feeling right now. And I, and it's like, and that's the beautiful thing is you're taking something so terrible and overwhelming and painful and stressful. You know, if you can only imagine, you know, for me, like I don't have kids yet or right now, but I can't imagine, you know, having, you know, two kids and, you know, having another one on the way and then, you know, have, having this job and especially you're so excited, right? Like you just transitioned out of this career for eight years and you finally got into teaching. You really want to do this. And, you know, then it, it goes away and then you lose that. And you're like, oh man, like, you know, like, and you're feeling all these things, but you chose to, like you said, take that lesson from that seed and plant it and water it and let it grow and turn into something beautiful. And which is your story. And I absolutely love that because, you know, when you think about that, you know, when I read that title, you know, slave, no more conquering the master within that's so beautiful to me because when you think about it, okay. When you're like the master within that gives the illusion, right. That we all have this person. We all have this person inside of us who is capable of more than we think that we are, you know? And, and I feel like you can probably speak to this. Like, I'd love to get your take on this too, about, you know, when it comes to limiting beliefs, right. When we're trying to work on ourselves and, you know, get better and move forward. And we're faced with these obstacles. What, what has been the most helpful for you in overcoming some of those limiting beliefs? Wow. Um, I, and this is a topic I could go on uh, for a long time. So I'm going to do my best because so, so much, even if you read some of the descriptions of my book, that's, we, that's one of the things we talk about is limiting beliefs, limiting mm -hmm. beliefs. And throughout the storyline, you see how different individuals overcame different things that, that uh, contributed to, to them having limiting beliefs. Uh, but one of the biggest things that's helped me uh, contribute to having limited beliefs, it's the same thing that helped Bobby in the book, is having mentors. Mm -hmm. Having mentors, having someone who can look at you and see more in you than you see in yourself. I, I, rem I remember I was, I was uh, just going through something personal one day and I called a friend of mine, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Roger. And I said, man, Roger, I'm, I'm dealing with this thing here. This is, this is what I'm struggling with. I, I really want to get better, so on and so forth. And it's, it's amazing because as a dean of students, I have an opportunity to pour into a lot of people, whether it's the students in the school, you know, it's about 175 schools, it's a small school, about 175 kids, or the teachers, because I have a few teachers that that uh, that report to me as well. I have an opportunity to, to speak life into them and say, hey, you're a champion, you're a champion, you're a champion. But there comes a point in time where I need to hear that myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember that night I was talking to Roger and I said, Roger, I'm struggling right now. I'm going through my own personal battles right now. And he said, Paul, I want you to get to a point where you believe that you're a champion. Wow. And Paris, I'll tell you what, the night before <laughs> I was telling my son the same thing. And here, someone from the outside and mentor in my life is saying, Paul, you're a champion. Wow. I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. So what happened is when he told me that I was a champion, it, it really helped me to shift my mindset from 
this thing that's overcoming me to, to hey, I can overcome this obstacle. Mm. You see, you can either look at an obstacle as, as an unconquerable wall, as, as, as a barrier, or you can look as an obstacle at the obstacle as an opportunity to climb over to get stronger because you've learned how to overcome. And here's wow. the thing: when you overcome, you're you're a little bit stronger, right? You're able to reach back and help someone else overcome the same obstacle. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Just like that whole outlook on that, because that you're so right. You're so right. You can either see an obstacle, right. As something that is completely, you cannot get through that. You cannot break through that. That's the way it is. It has to stay there. Can't move. Or you can see that, like you said, an opportunity for growth, an opportunity for something to teach you a lesson. Like, Hey, you know, this, at this point in my life, I had this really hard thing, but Hey, this is what I did to get through it. So again, so exactly what we're talking about here with this whole concept of, you know, breaking these limiting beliefs, having these personal struggles, these experiences, these things that we saw as failures in our past, and how can we reframe that in a way that helps us move forward. And then also, like you said, add value to others, like what you're doing, you know, with being the Dean of students and, and pouring into the, your students, pouring into the teachers and constantly giving them that, that reassurance is so powerful because just like you said, and I can relate to this as well. You know, we all have that inner critic sometimes where, you know, we, and that's what is also pretty unbelievable because, you know, there's of course, like people we might see right on the internet right. and be like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> this person's amazing. Like the most inspiring person in the world. They're probably, they probably don't think like this or have these moments, but that's the thing is everyone has certain moments where they feel like this. And then when you're able to pour into people that causes them to have this more belief in them and also makes you feel good as well, because you're encouraging them, you're pushing them. So I love that so much. And honestly, like the, another thing that I really want to ask you is I love, love asking everybody this question because everyone always has a different answer and it's so amazing. And I love seeing what people say. So I would love to ask you, Paul. So right now, currently in this moment, what are you currently doing to master your mental? The, the number one thing that I'm doing to, to master my mental is quite honestly, um, and this is part of part of my personal belief, if you will, I'm, I'm remembering that, that God is bigger than all of my problems. Mm. For, for me, that's, that's just part of my personal belief that I can either magnify my problems or make them bigger or I can say, you know, God, God is bigger than all of my problems. And that comes from my, my personal belief. I mean, I'm a Christian. That's just part of my, where I come from. It's like, I can either look at this and say, this is what's really big. Or I can say, you know what, God, you, you're, you're really big. Yeah. And, and when I remember that, it, it, it helps me to remember that everything that's in front of me, I'm able to win. I'm, I'm, I'm able, I'm able to conquer. And, and every, every failure that I've had, I can always learn from it. So what happens is that failure actually turns into the victory because when you learn from the failure, you're still winning. You're winning mm -hmm. when you learn, take the lessons from it and you apply it to the next situation. You're actually winning. So yes. was it really a failure? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is so amazing. Especially when you talk about like compare that to problems, right? God is always bigger than any problem that you will ever face that you've ever faced. That really helps put things in perspective because, you know, when we have these experiences and like you said, when you're in that moment, you're literally in it right now, living it, it can be challenging to say, am I ever going to come out of this? Like it, what is it going to look like? Is it possible? But when you have that thing, right, which is your faith that you can go back to and constantly grow and pour into and take value from, and then give that to others, 
that really does change that view. And, it, and it's amazing, like what it does, because, you know, if you didn't have that view or didn't have that, it, you, their, your problems would seem, you know, very like impossible to come out of. And like you said, you know, if you can take the lessons from them and pull that out and say, you know, okay, I might've seen this as a failure. And that's what I love the outlook you have and the perspective you have on failure, because, you know, it's almost so common, you know, like growing up, like when you're in school and you fail a test to be, you know, this is so bad. I don't want to fail. I want to get an A I want to, you know, succeed at this. But if you can look at that and, and, you know, turn back and say, you know, what did I, what did I do wrong? Like, wh what can I fix? Like, what, what can I work on to get better? you are winning because you're taking that value. And yes, you know, there might be certain people who might, you know, say, okay, well, to me, you know, that's still kind of a failure, but you know, you're all, you're always, that's the thing is you're always going to have people who see things differently than you see it. All that matters is you see the value in what you're doing and you, you keep moving forward and making momentum. And that's exactly what you're doing. And I love it so much. And honestly, like that is so cool. Um, your story is amazing. I love, I love that. Thank you. Honestly, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time to come out here on the podcast and just share this, share your experiences, share your tips, share your tricks, share, you know, the low moments you had and what really helped you come out of that, because that's, that's what I love. That's the beautiful thing is, you know, we've all had those experiences. We've all had those days where we are so down, but what helps lift us up? What helps us get the courage inside of us to pick our feet up and keep going. So I think that's amazing, Paul. And, you know, tell, tell the people, you know, where can they find more information about you and where can they connect with you further? Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, first, first again, thank, thank you so much for so much for having me and inviting me to your platform. I really appreciate it. I'm honored that, that, that you trust me to, to share my story here and to bring value to you. I, it means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can find me at fatherhood underscore on the fly on Instagram. So that on Instagram, that's fatherhood on, on, um, underscore on the fly. Um, on LinkedIn, it's, uh, you just type in the LinkedIn and then uh, my portion is PA Henderson 2. That's number two, PA Henderson 2. Um, and then my website is paulanthonyhenderson.com. That's paulanthonyhenderson.com. That's my name.com, right? Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, there, there you'll find links to my book. Um, you know, basically, you can get my book at any, any online retailer, you can Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, you know, Target, Walmart, but a lot of people just choose Amazon or Barnes and Noble, or whatever your favorite book re book retailer is. You can get my book there. Amazing! Thank you so much, and you guys definitely connect with Paul. He is amazing. Has the best energy is you can tell like just from this conversation. So yeah, check him out and show him some love and connect further and show him some love and support. And I just want to thank you guys for listening to this episode as always. And whether it is the daytime or nighttime, I hope that you guys have an awesome rest of your day or rest of your night. And I'm going to end it on that note and say bye to you guys and bye to Paul. So thanks for coming on Paul. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that was the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to become a guest or share your thoughts, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email at hello at masteringmental.com or you can DM me on Instagram at masteryourmental where you can also find a link in my bio that you can use to find me 
on all of my other social media platforms. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening to the Master Your Mental podcast. Have a good one, guys. Bye.